the Going Inside project where we delve into the inner worlds of our guests to explore the relationship they have with food and their bodies. Together we discover the experiences, stories and beliefs that drive their relationship with nourishment. These sessions challenge conventional narratives around healing and offer a fresh perspective. You are invited to be alongside as our guests courageously navigate their internal world and move towards self-leadership and true nourishment from within. I'm Celia, your host and disordered eating specialist with training in addictions, family therapy, eating disorders, complex trauma, EMDR and internal family systems and I now work primarily through a parts lens. My view is that the parts of ourselves invested in a focus on food and the body as a way to manage experience often have positive intentions. By getting to know these parts, we begin to build safety and trust within our internal system and heal the wounding and internal disconnection that so often drives our challenges with nourishment. This process also supports a return to the body where our sense of belonging originates. By learning to reconnect with ourselves in this way, our body again becomes a place to live in and from, a place to call home. I've been integrating parts work into my practice for several years and continue to develop this approach. The Going Inside project is offered in the spirit of shared learning and development and I hope you will find these sessions as compelling as I do. I'm so glad you're here. It's so funny that we're doing this parts thing because now when I say what I'm about to say, it feels like it actually, it's so legitimate. There is a part of me that wants to go to to body. There is a part of like body and food. There's a part of me that wants to go to um, worth from life and business. And then there's a part of me that wants to go to the emotional reactions that I have to things when it's confronting. Mm. Okay. So there's a kind of curiosity about different areas here. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, focus on kind of food in the body, but also worth in terms of like life and business because life and business yes yeah like how you do one thing is how you do everything would have been a sentence that i heard and then absolutely loved because it feels like it's you know it does it does kind of ring true so i'd love to see if there was something in one area that was having a knock-on effect in the other when i watched that video that you sent that second video um and it was so fascinating because it made so much sense what she was saying like you know as a kid you, your mum was like really judgmental or whatever and then when you went back into the house you would react a certain way because the part of you that felt judged would be reacting to the situation as it was like a sort of a reenactment of it and I was like yeah that makes so much sense. Yeah so this idea that the past informs the present yeah and how our parts respond in the present is informed by the past yeah. Um, and then also there's a part who's curious about these emotional reactions. So where, yeah, where's your sense of, you know, from those topics, where's your sense of where you would like to go today? Yeah. I feel like it's body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely body, health, food. It's. Yeah. Because recurring for a really long, 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 long time. Yeah. And I just noticed you closing your eyes there, just going inside. What were you noticing as you did that? You... The feelings of, of what came up and the words. So the words come to me. So it's like I let intuition guide. And so the words come up. And the word um, for confrontation came up first, but it went past really fast. And then my body came up really clear. So. Yeah, so this word confrontation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What meaning does that have for you? 
hear that this word came up, this word confrontation. think and I feel like it comes from all the confrontation I had um, with my mom as a kid and so whatever happens it's it's a visceral like palpable traumatic responsive confrontational response um, when anything happens that I have to confront that I have to deal with like that's that's important to deal with um, I get nervous, I get scared, I get, I internalize, I, my heart goes 90 miles an hour, my breathing gets shallower, mm. and I'm like, I know I can do it, I know I can do it, I just don't want to have to do it, and I deal with things, I, I'm very good at dealing with things, but it's that response, and it doesn't change. Yeah, so there's a nervousness and fear there's some somatic shifts in the body there. The breathing changes. Um, there's a belief around, I know I can, um, but I don't want to. Yeah. I don't, it, maybe it's not even I don't want to, it's I don't want to have to. I don't want to have to. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will, but I don't want to have to. So it's that struggle, you can feel it. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a part here that, that there is some faith in itself that it can, but it's this idea that it doesn't want to have to do it. Yeah, yeah. And this comes up around, so so what I'm hearing is this comes up around kind of looking at food in the body and what goes on here in terms of confronting this, you know, in terms of addressing something that's important to you. It actually could. It, it wasn't initially because... Because <laughs> the word confrontation kind of just came up really fast. And then my body came up. But obviously, there may be some overlap. Um, because, yeah, confronting the thing that I don't want to have to do, but I know that I have to do, mm-hmm. is definitely body related. Yeah, okay. So I'm just checking I didn't jump too far ahead of you there, Kira. No, that was really good. <laughs> oh, good. oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> so I guess what I'm interested in is, um, yeah, so there's this sense of having to do something around food in the body, but not wanting to do whatever that is. Not wanting to feel like you have to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So there's some expectation around about what should be happening or. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like, and I set the expectations really high. Um, and then I don't do them. Okay. So there's a part here who sets expectations. Mm-hmm. high expectations yeah and then there's this other part that doesn't want to do them yeah or doesn't want to have mm. to do them doesn't feel doesn't mm. want to feel that pressure to do them yeah and she wins <laughs> and she wins yeah she definitely wins and she didn't always like there was I've so I I did fitness and nutrition and all the things and sports science and I was a personal trainer for 19 years um so there's a part of me that knows exactly what I need to do but the winner <laughs> is the one who doesn't want to do any of it or doesn't want to have to do any of it she's like no nah, I'm not going to do that anymore <laughs> yeah she doesn't want to do it anymore no so there's actually three parts here so there's a part that sets these high expectations there's also a part that has all the information knowledge about what needs to happen um and then there's this third part who at the moment is winning who just doesn't want to have to do those things yeah mm-hmm. so in terms of your curiosity where where do you get a sense of that guiding you in terms of these three parts kira so curiosity about the part who sets these high expectations. 
the part who has all the knowledge and information about what needs to happen or the part that currently is winning? I feel so drawn to... Okay, it's a two-parter. I feel really drawn to to herself who who doesn't want to do anything. Mm-hmm. And for the last three years, I've allowed her to rest, completely rest, like literally since June of 2020. When I had a seven-day-a-night, dark night of the soul situation. And then since then, I have rested. But in the last couple of months, my body has gotten sore from resting. Wow. So I know that the other two parts are like, okay, this is we're ready now. Can you just get off your arse and do some stuff? And she's like, mm-mm, no. And I try. I mean, I try every day. I'm like, let's do this today. I'm going to do this tomorrow. I set myself up. I'm like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get healthy. I'm going to you know, do the exercises, I'm going to do the training, and then I'm like, no, I just don't do that, and I just don't do it. Yeah, okay. So what I'm hearing is there's actually been permission for this part to rest, for this part to stop, Um, and that's been okay up until the last couple of months where something has shifted, and actually there's been an impact on the system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's triggered these other two parts, the part who sets the expectations and the part who knows what to do. Mm -hmm. To really kind of, yeah, they've been starting to intensify. Mm -hmm. They want things to be moving in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that's moving in a certain direction is my hand to the whiteboard. (laughs) Like It's really funny to notice this, you know, and I can see it playing out. I had no idea what it was. I didn't know that it was different parts i'm like why why is this happening why can i not just follow through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so in terms of your curiosity f- what you're saying is it feels like it's towards the part who's been resting who's had this permission to rest and what i'm hearing is that she wants to continue doing that but actually that's beginning to have an impact on the system yeah so we'll start with her brilliant yeah okay super cute so what I'll do, Kira, is I'll just invite you just to get comfortable. And just gently closing your eyes. Taking a few breaths. And if it feels comfortable to do so, just elongating the outbreath just a little. And if this feels right, maybe using the in-breath just to create a little bit of space inside. Then we're just going to invite the part to make herself known in any way that feels right for her. Just let me know what you're noticing there, Kira. Like she's struggling to get out and to be heard. Ah. She's got a very good sense of humour. It's like she's boxing her way out. And she's saying, three years isn't enough. I want to I chill for longer. I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. Leave me alone. So the message from her is that I want to chill. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Can you let her know that you hear that, Kira, that you hear her message? Mm-hmm. I do. I definitely hear it. And I get it because she definitely, like, I needed to chill. Um, I have been going and going and going and doing and doing again for a really long time. So I totally get the need to rest. And I had been training at a very high level, like seven times a week, multiple times a day, ratty, bruises, you know, those outward beatings that were so physical, that were all part and parcel of the training, like it wasn't anything untoward. Um, and, and like bruises would be a badge of honour, 
in karate, you know, people that show each other our bruises would be like, look what I got today and look how hard I trained and look how beaten up I got and you should have seen the other guy and and I feel like that was like an what I want to say is an outward representation of what it felt like on the inside. So she's letting us know that actually there was this period where you were training so hard that actually the body was getting hurt and that that kind of physical hurt was worn almost like a badge of honour. Um, and what she's also sharing is that was a mirroring of actually what was happening inside. Yeah, so many injuries. Constantly injured. And I feel like, <clears throat> so I haven't thought about before, eating and gaining weight was like uh, not a cry for help to stop, but like a, an instigator to stop me being able to do more of what I was already doing. Yeah, so the eating and gaining weight was some kind of attempt to stop or slow down what was happening. Mm. Yeah, so there's a part here with this agenda of coming in to eat and to gain weight in order to protect from the kind of intensity of that training experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's she's done that for a long time. She's done the whole um you know, ease and gain weight protect for a long time. Yeah. How long would you say, Kira? Maybe sometimes fifteen. Since you were fifteen. And she didn't, she didn't have any real success until I was 27. Okay, so she tried to gain weight? Yeah. Yeah. What prevented that from happening, Kira? Yeah, the other part. <laughs> the balls to the wall, I'm going to train twice a day. That one, that was the winner. And yeah. Yeah, so we've got this eating part, who really was trying to gain weight. Um, we've also got this training part, who, you know, really was pretty relentless in terms of its intensity. Mm -hmm. And then things began to change around 27. After I had my son. Yeah. So how were those two parts presenting at that point? So the eating part and this training part? Um, the stress of my son's dad shifted the balance in her favour. Yeah. Okay. So I would still train really hard and I would still like for three months or four months or maximum six months, but it would shift back to her and then I would gain everything I had dropped and I would just go back to just vegging and I'd go back to being injured. and Okay. Like tipping scales. Yeah, where the patterns start to change. So, mm -hmm. so from about the age of 15, the eating part had attempted to gain weight, but actually the, the training part had been, you know, been able to kind of maintain that intensity for quite a significant period of time. And then once your son was born, um, there was an increase in stress around that time. And so the pattern changed and actually, what I'm hearing is the training part was no longer able to sustain the level of intensity that it had done previously. Mm -hmm. um, and it may, 
yeah, this may last about sort of three to six months, and then the eating mm-hmm. part would would dominate. Yeah, 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 and then the training part would return. Yeah, from time to time, she'd come back and she'd be like, "Right, we're going to go at this again," and we'd go balls to the wall and we'd do whatever it was we were going to do. We'd drop a load of weight and it would be awesome. And then, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then the time frame just got longer between the two. Yeah. Yeah, so Kira, I'm wondering, so there's this, the part who kind of wants to chill, is this the same part as the eating part or are those two separate parts? I think they're the same. Yeah, I'm just curious because you mentioned earlier the part who's, you know, wants to chill, who's, she's been able to rest. No, they're different. Yeah. They're different. Yeah, for sure. They're different. The part that wants to chill and rest feels like she's like, she's just a chiller. Yeah, that's just her. That's, that's her role is to get Kira just to stay, just to rest. Just to take time yeah. out, just to chill. Yeah. 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 And then there's the eating part. Yeah. And then there's this part who trains with intensity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of your curiosity, where might that guide you? When we're considering these three different parts here. The eating part. Because I think the chiller is like, she's cool. She's not trying to do anything, you know, she's not trying to do anything bad. She's just like, just relax. Um, and the training part, I feel like, I feel like because I've listened to the, the chiller, I kind of got the training part. I'm in charge of it. Like, I'm not doing anything, but I'm also not inclined to go balls to the wall and go bananas. But I have no idea what the eating part, what her agenda is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's bring our attention to her. Yeah. Let's just invite her to show herself in whatever way feels right for her. I can feel a sadness. She feels really sad. Ah, can you locate that sadness here in the body? Mm, like the top of my heart and the back of my throat. Ah, okay. Yeah, can you let her know we really get that sadness? You're really tuning in to the sadness that she holds. And that you've located it at the top of your heart and the back of your throat. Yeah. Does she have a sense that you're here too, Kira? It feels like he knows there's something around her. She has awareness of your presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel towards her as you're sensing this sadness? Initially, I felt angry before I felt the sadness. I knew that the anger was mine, not hers. Mm-hmm. And now <laughs> I feel sad because she's sad. <laughs> Yeah. But you first noticed some anger. Mm. Yeah. And you weren't sure if that is hers or whether it belongs to another part. I I felt it was me that was angry at her. Mm -hmm. Or a part that was angry at her rather than her anger. Yeah. Okay. 
So I just want to acknowledge the part who feels anger towards her because it did show up there. I just would like to acknowledge that part. Yeah. Does that part need some of our attention? Some kind of recognition? Maybe just to be recognized that she's there. And she has expressed herself. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, just check in with her that that's enough for now. Mm -hmm. That we're recognizing that she feels angry towards this eating part. And we've acknowledged that, recognized it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it okay for us to bring our attention back to the eating part? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. Just thank her for giving us some space. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, so back to the eating part and that we were noticing there's some sadness here that the eating part is holding. I wonder if there's anything she would like to share about this sadness. Anything she would like you to know, Kira? It's like she's telling me that she she doesn't feel seen. Yeah. And it feels like she's saying that the more I eat the more she wants to be seen but isn't seen. It's like I'm squashing her down. So she's she's getting what she wants, but she's also not getting what she wants. Ah, okay. So there's a kind of dilemma for her here. Mm -hmm. That there's a seeking out of the food, an attempt to meet some need of hers, but... In the eating, she feels like she's getting kind of squashed down and she's not being seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I wonder if there's more that she can share about that with us. Like she wants to feel connected. And it feels like she's saying that the only way she knows how is to be this particular way. But if she could be seen, she'd like to learn a different way. Yeah, so she wants to feel connected. And the only way that she knows how to do that just now is through food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when she says feel connected, does that feel connected with you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can you let her know that you're really getting this, Kira, that you really hear what she's saying here? Yeah. I definitely am. Yeah. She has this want, this need to connect with you, and that makes a lot of sense. And that she's been attempting for some time to do this through food. But she's aware that that's not actually working for her. Yeah. Because it feels like she's being squashed down. Yeah. It's like her confusion is mirroring my confusion. Like her confusion as to why it's not working for her is mirroring my confusion as to why it's happening in the first place. (laughs) It's, It's... like her, that's the way it feels. Mm. Can you let her know that you're really noticing that piece of this? She's been attempting to meet this need through food for some time and had expectations that that would work for her. And there's real confusion here for her and why it's not working. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I really can. Yeah. 
Yeah. She was able before just to get a little bit of a sense of your presence. I wonder if she's still aware of that or able to connect with you. She feels she feels me around her like like a big cloud. Not a grey cloud, but like I'm I'm in a ring around her. Mm-hmm. Which she can't touch me. There's like a a moat <laughs> around her between her and me. <laughs> ah, so there's her and then there's this moat that's creating a kind of barrier where she's not able to get to you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have a couple of questions then. Does she have any concerns about connecting with you? It feels like she's gone into kind of a childish place and she's worried that I'll be cross with her if she if she makes that connection. Oh. Yeah, does that make sense to you as you hear this, Kira? Yeah, kind of. Mm. So she has concerns that if she connects with you, that you might be cross with her. Yeah, she's worried that that will happen. Mm. Yeah. And there's this moat around her to protect her from that happening. Yeah. 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 This moat is there to protect her from from you being cross with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't know if that's is that where the angry part comes in. And that's like a little internal tug of war. between her, the eating part, and the angry part. Yeah, so what I'm hearing, Kira, is that there's a kind of thinking, analytical part coming in here, trying to work all this out. And what it's bringing, you know, I always like to pay attention because often what they bring is valid. (laughs) But it's often more helpful if we ask the parts directly about what's going on. Yeah. 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 So when the eating part is looking at you, I'm wondering who she sees. (laughs) That's so funny. She's looking now and what she's seeing is the... The cloud that's me that was around her is like a big storm and it's circling her. Mm-hmm. And it looks a bit menacing. Yeah. That's what she's seeing. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to let her know that that is a part of you that she's seeing. I wonder if there's a way to let her know that you are here too. That the storm is here, but you are here too. How's that landing for her, Kira? Don't know if she trusts it. Yeah, can you let her know that's okay? Because this is really new for her. It's like she feels furtive. Like she's... Glancing all around her, checking to see if it's actually okay. Yeah, so you're noticing that she's, there's a kind of hypervigilance about her. Mm -hmm. That she's unsure. Yeah, how do you feel towards her as you 
notice this kind of hypervigilance and uncertainty that she has. Kind of sad for her because I'd never want anybody to feel like that around me or because of me. So is this, I'm getting a sense, I wonder if there's a part here who's kind of taking responsibility for her lack of trust or uncertainty. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I just wonder if it had a kind of, there was a sense of, yeah, the part feeling bad for for that not kind of being present yet or yeah 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 the part who kind of feels like it wants to take responsibility for her or how this this eating part is doing or what's going on for her i wonder if that does that part would it be possible for that part just to soften back a little, just to give us some space so that we can really be alongside this eating part? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so I wonder if this eating part needs just a little bit more information about you, Kira. This is really new for her. That you are here too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if there's a way to let her know that you are her, that you are her grown up now. We're definitely in this together. And I'd like for her to know that she doesn't have to do all of this by herself. How is she responding to that, Kira? She's still not 100%, but she's a little bit calmer. Yes, you're noticing there's a little bit, just a little bit calmer. Yeah. Can you let her know that you're noticing that shift? I definitely do, just... And yeah, just letting her know that she doesn't have to do this all by herself. You can be with her here now too. And that we can take things slow. There's no rush. Funny, she she started off as a cinnamon roll. (laughs) And now... And now she's got like, she's pinking up. It's like, um, it's like a baby being brought into the world, and she's getting really pink. Beautiful. So she's beginning to merge. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like for you to witness, Kira? Really funny. <laughs> I can really hear the humor in your parts and your system. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny and it's also emotional. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what do you know what is saying is surfacing there, Q? Quick. Is it okay to be with what's surfacing, Kira? It's like she has pink ribbons and she's holding one end and she's throwing the other end. 
for me to catch. Yeah. Are you able to catch that, Kira? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like she's softened completely. And she's throwing loads of them like streamers. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. What's that like for you both? It feels really comforting. And like there's a new connection being made. Yeah. And one that was really needed, but I didn't know it was needed. Yeah. I don't know who's pulling who, but it's like we're pulling each other towards each other and the moat is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, beautiful, beautiful. We've just connected and it's like a zip. <laughs> it's like a zip coming together. It's just gone all around in a circle like <laughs> Like where the moat used to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Like two pieces of material coming together and been zipped in a circle, so now there's like no bits. And <laughs> so, what is that like for her to be connected in this way with you? She's just lit up in a big white light, um, just a big flash of white light, uh, and it's like she's calm and relaxed and happy and peaceful all in one go. And very connected. And it's a massive white light just right there. <laughs> Beautiful. And it actually is seeping out through me. So it's like waves of this connected white light are coming out from her all the way out through this me. What's that like for her? She's loving the connection. Beautiful. She feels like there's no difference between us anymore. There's no her and me. There's an us. Is there anything else that she needs to share with you, Kira? Or show you? Now that you have this deeper connection with each other? Saying thank you. Yeah. And she's saying we'll do it together. When she says we'll do it together, what does she mean? She showed me a picture of a heart. Um, like a, a beating heart. Uh -huh. And she's saying help. Does that make sense to you, Kira? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs>
So now that we've done some work with her, I wonder if it would be okay just to check in with some of the other parts that came up in session. Sure. Um, so there was the part that just wanted to chill. Mm-hmm. How is it doing? She's chilling. She's chilling, yeah. <laughs> she's watching it all happen and she's like, mm-hmm. And there's white everywhere now. Like, it was a kaleidoscope of colors as it was all going on, but now it's just white everywhere. There's no other colors, just white everywhere. I can't anything but white, 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 white everywhere. Beautiful. Mm. So this transformation is continuing to happen and feed into the system. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to check in with the, there was a part who held these high expectations about what needs to happen. Mm -hmm. I wonder how it's doing. As it witnesses this. Yeah, she's pretty chill as well, lovely enough. She has nothing to say and no expectations. She's literally all I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you were in my head, the white, the white that I'm seeing, it's like, you know, when you watch a movie and you see an alien come out of a spaceship and it's that bright, bright, iridescent, translucent white it's everywhere. It's like I'm holding my hand up, but I can see the white through my hand. Blinding light. Light <laughs> is mad. Beautiful. Yeah, there was also the part who knows what to do, who has all the information. She's like sitting there on a on a on a throne or something, and she's like, "I still have all the information, and I'm here whenever you want it." <laughs> yeah, super. And there was also there was also a part who held some anger. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how that part's doing, Kira. Blindingly white. There's no anger. There's no I just like peace. Peace. Beautiful. What about this part who trains with intensity? How's it doing? She's ready to move and she doesn't necessarily want to go back to the way it used to be. She feels like there's definitely better ways to do things. Yeah. So she wants to move. Mm -hmm. But there's an interest in doing this. In a different way. Mm. And in terms of the part who has felt compelled to eat, who has been attempting to seek connection through food, what's going on for that part now in relation to eating? Like she feels satisfied. Like, she feels full in a good way. Um, like, she's living the right word. It's like she's complete. Beautiful. Mm. She feels satisfied. She feels full. Yeah. She feels complete. Beautiful. I wonder if there's anything that any of these parts might need from you over the next few days, few weeks, Kira. Like they're all singing off the same hymn sheet and they're just saying, move a bit more. Just move a bit more. And then be kind to yourself. 
Yeah, so they're inviting you to listen. Mm. They're inviting you to listen and to attend to them. Do you feel able to give them some attention over the next few days, few weeks? I definitely do. Yeah. And especially the part who's had this really significant transformation here with us today, really checking in on her and how she's doing. Yeah. Really to support that process of transformation for her. It feels really significant. Yeah. Beautiful. So is there anything else, Kira, that needs to happen before we bring things to a close? No, it feels it feels really complete. It feels incredible. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Kira. That was a real pleasure to witness and be part of. Thank you. <laughs> 